Hunters, before getting into this next episode, we want to thank you and our sponsors for supporting the Flushman Dustin podcast. Keeping our dogs safe while hunting, training, or traveling from one location to another and helping them perform to the best of their ability is important to us. We keep a first aid kit from Gundog Outdoors in our trucks and carry one of on our hunt-ready vests in the event our dogs obtain an injury while hunting. We also carry their water bottle to keep our dogs hydrated while in the field. To check out these products and other safety gear, head over to Gundog Outdoors at gundogoutdoors.com and use code RINGNEXT to save 10%. We transport our dogs to the hunting and training fields in our G3 Dakota 283 kennels. These kennels are one solid piece of military-grade material and now have the option to add a feature called Dakota Guard. This adds an antimicrobial protection to the kennels that is FDA and EPA approved and is proven highly effective against Salmonella, E. coli, and much more. Not only do they care about the safety of your dog, they also care about your dog's health. Dakota 283 also provides other specialized gear to ensure our dogs have enough water and food for a full day's hunt and to safely store and secure our gear in our vehicles. Check out Dakota 283 at dakota283.com and use code RNR10 at checkout to save 10%. To ensure our dogs are primed for the field and receiving the nutrition they need to work harder and to help maintain their joints, we feed you Canuba dog food. We feel you Canuba dog food provides our dogs year after year with the strength and endurance to perform at the best of their ability. Lastly, become a patron at patreon.com for exclusive giveaways and discounts. Again, thank you to everyone for helping us continue to bring you Flushman and Dustin episodes. Hi, hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushman and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Hunters, welcome back to another Flushing and Dustin podcast. We are excited to have everyone back. So, pheasant season has obviously ended. Upland bird is taking a different route. Uh, Everybody's kind of getting into turkey hunting and the mindset is shifting so with that shift we decided to bring on the guys from Wapsie Bottom Outdoors you can find them on Instagram at Wapsie Bottom Outdoors um obviously these guys that is the Wapsie Bottom Outdoors (laughs) (laughs) uh we're excited to bring them on to talk turkey hunting these guys have some pretty good knowledge uh to bring you and some very good experiences so make sure you stay tuned in and uh how about you guys introduce yourselves where you're from and we'll get going from there yeah i'll uh i'll start uh this is josh turner um i'm from olin iowa i actually live in north liberty iowa now um i'm one of one of the co-founders of wapsie bottom outdoors um just give you a little rundown of what it is kind of um we've had an online presence for about three years now we're an outdoor uh, enthusiast group of friends from Eastern Iowa that uh, um, just we, we share our passion for the outdoors and uh, we've kind of all started like where, where it started for us is kind of uh, on the Wapsie um, like Olin like the, the Wapsie is short for Wapsie Pinnacle River that uh, kind of starts from what southern Minnesota and goes all the way down to Clinton. Yeah, south um, of Clinton. Yeah, south of Clinton. So yeah, it kind of originates from uh, our hunting group, our deer camp, out of Olin, Iowa. Um, we started it. We started the online presence three years ago, and uh, from here, um, we've kind of picked up a few guys along the way. Jeremy uh, Bauer actually introduced me to these guys. Uh, he he recruited. Well, actually, all three of these guys are in here with me. So. Um, he didn't want to join. Uh, well, he did want to join, but he just, what, what is he? He likes, he likes turkey on, but he, what did, what, what's Jeremy's quote? He, he shot one turkey, he shot them all. You shoot one, you shoot them all. That is not the fact. Yes. So um, I guess that's, that's my little rant. I'll let you guys. I'll just go. go I'm, I'm Nolan Ralston. I'm from like, like you said, I'm from Eastern Iowa. Originally I live in Northeast Iowa now. But I grew up, I shot my first turkey on the Wapsie, shot my first deer on the Wapsie. Met Jeremy through the 
outdoor social media world and kind of got on with them. I like what they're doing. I like how laid back they are. And this year at the Deer Classic, we all kind of got together and got to know each other a little better, and we had a blast. <laughs> oh, man. But, Tim, introduce yourself. Uh, my name, okay, my name's Tim Brown. Uh, I live up in northwest Iowa now. Um, up by Akron. I chase birds is all I chase. I don't chase those deer. I like uh, the upland, upland hunting. I do a lot of turkey hunting. Um, I grew up in the same area that these boys did. I grew up in Mechanicsville. And uh, I've known Bauer since he was a baby. And then uh, Tur Turner and I actually played a lot of ball together, a lot of softball together. And that's how I finally ended up meeting him. Bauer then, always been uh, that noisy? The Tipton League. Oh, yeah. Always, always <laughs> been that noisy. Noisy. <laughs> Crybaby. Yeah. he's It's Bauer. I mean, there's nothing you can say about it. But, uh, yeah, so I grew up in that, that area. And then I moved up here for birds is pretty much what I did. You know, Northwest Iowa's got – a lot of pheasants so and turkeys and uh and turkeys there's a lot of turkeys up here there's a lot of deer up here too but yeah nah. if yeah. it's got feathers i'll chase it <laughs> so that's about yeah, my, in a nutshell my my turkey hunting experience uh this will be my fourth year turkey hunting i've never shot a bird um last year yeah so i'm i'm one of the rookies i'm even more of a greenhorn than Mac, I guess, on this one. So I don't know about uh, that. Mac, where are you from? <laughs> uh, well, I'm Mac Humphreys, uh, pretty much out of eastern Iowa, is kind of where I've grown up. I got a, a cabin on the Wapsie in uh, Clinton County, which is pretty much where I do a lot of my hunting and stuff like that. Uh, but I kind of got a later, later in life kind of jump into hunting, I guess. My dad passed away when he was real little, or when I was real little. So we did trapping a lot of stuff. So I kind of got into hunting with friends and then about Bauer through mutual friend and that's how I met all these guys and I'm kind of the latest addition to the group but we all click real well and man, we just like to hunt and drink beer which is pretty cliche but it's so true. I, I think this is uh it's pretty cool because obviously Tyler and I are both from northeast Iowa. I'm from Guttenberg if you guys know okay. where that's at. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. So just like being up around that area it's kind of crazy to find like-minded individuals and you guys have your own online um you know agenda uh, Instagram page, and we kind of have ours, but man, we're gonna have to hunt together. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. That's right. Definitely. If we can get these guys out of the deer stand, I know we can get right. Tim. We can get him to <laughs> yeah. go with us, but these other guys, that's kind of hey, oh, Nolan. Nolan. I got. He's a I got bird two boy. short hairs trying to get through this room no? right now. So nice. I'm a bird. I'm a bird hunter. These guys right. call me the. I don't know. They make fun of me because I don't get into the deer as much as they do, but. <laughs> I'll be honest with yeah. you. If it, I'll, I'll go ground score hunting if you want to go ground score hunting. I'll see about <laughs> it. If it's in season, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nolan, you got what? Three? What was that? Three birds? Four. four birds behind you? Yeah. Give us a rundown. Obviously, you got some good experience. You know, if if we're if we're looking to get into turkey hunting, if you can remember when you started. What's some things, you know, when, if I'm looking to get into it that I should be looking for that I can expect, you know, how can I be successful as a new turkey hunter? Oh, okay. I'll try to put this as best as I can. <laughs> um, I don't know. I started when I was, I shot my, I shot my first bird at eight years old. I was sitting between my dad's legs at probably five years old while he was shooting birds and it's kind of all a blur since then, but the main thing I'm going to say is that it's a, you fail more than you are successful kind of thing. So you, you really got to want to do it. And I think that's why I like Bauer and some of these other guys are like, eh, it's okay. I just do it to pass the time. But if you really get into it, like I know Tim is too, you're like, you're a constant student out there. So what doesn't work one day, you need to bookmark that, right? They're the, and, they're the dumbest, they're the dumbest smart birds you've ever come across. Right. Okay. So like you, you don't want to give them too much credit, but you do have to give them some credit because all they do their entire life is try to survive. So they're pretty damn good at surviving. It's like varsity blues saying what's the uh, Kilmore tell, uh, what's his name? You're the smartest dumb kid ever met. Yeah, pretty <laughs> That's much. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's like pea sized brain, but they'll make you feel like you got a pea sized brain most of the time. Yeah. But I don't, I, what I can say is spend your time trying to get good at calling. Um, it took me forever to get 
where I'm at now. And I'm still no Dave Owens or Matt Van Sice or I could not compete with those guys at all, but you don't need to, you can call in birds being pretty mediocre as long as you do the right things or you find the right bird. Right, Tim. Yep. That's exactly you agree with right. that. I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm got, not, I'm not even as good as Nolan is. And I mean, I can call birds in just fine, but yeah, it's like you said, there's some birds that are a lot tougher that need a little more finesse. Yep. And, and that's what I'm talking about with the years of experience. You figure what, has worked and what hasn't worked do you think you know, those are birds that have been hunted before and pressured a lot or you just oh, think I'm that sure. birds I mean, generally I, are just uh they're just smarter birds just out yeah, of nature i think i think that a lot of it's pressure i think a lot of it's pressure there's definitely a difference between a public bird and a and a bird that you've got all to yourself on private land i i 100 yeah. percent agree with that yeah yeah i got my ass kicked in the black hills last year for a week straight on the same damn birds and i couldn't even come close to getting them yeah, they're a different they're a different bird out there man they were tough are you guys trying for like the grand slam for turkey hunt or any of you doing that or eventually about it? yeah you know, I mean, definitely if you ask me i'd love to do the the 49 states but i don't know if i'll ever get there but i've only got three under my belt right now yeah and one of you all killed them at um so i got into this thing like they're not gonna be able to see it but i put license plates i find an oh, old license cool. plate everywhere i go to kill a bird so like behind my head here i got nebraska and found that off of an old pickup or something out there and took it home i got two iowa ones i have a south dakota one in the garage so i've, I've hunted nebraska south dakota and iowa nice. this this year i'm going back to nebraska and i'm i also got a wisconsin tag so i'll be going back i'll be going to wisconsin for the first time to hopefully add another license plate to the wall i like that idea that's pretty yeah, cool. it's just kind of that is a cool, cool idea they probably have yeah. like stolen license plate in their system out there wondering where they're at oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, i mean they're from they like them off cars. <laughs> these two are from they like 1959 my nebraska's one from 1955 <laughs> so they've been missing a while if they yeah <laughs> they're looking yeah. for them <laughs> they said yeah they said this ginger just came around our property and stole our license plate <laughs> <laughs> like a little leprechaun <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I've got South Dakota, Minnesota, um, Iowa, Missouri, and Nebraska. Nice. That's license license of. plates or birds? Birds, no <laughs> oh. license plates. But oh. I think I might start. I think I might start doing that though. That's a good idea. I'm, I think I'm gonna start doing that too. Do it. <laughs> that's I like not a that. bad idea. Um, kind of back to what I was saying though. The public birds, just to not make it real long, but. I guess just don't get frustrated if it's not working because I know several guys like Josh and those guys, they, they've struggled in the past and I struggled too. I didn't even kill a bird last year. Well, go Josh, Josh struggles because he got that damn Cowboys sign up there. He's used to losing. That's prime time. <laughs> I know, that's true. You can't, you true. can't knock prime time. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. public birds, I, I mean, I've killed public birds with hardly any calling at all. I've, I've killed them with scratching in the leaves that are laying, you know, laying next to you. I've, I've had them go absolutely nuts by just rubbing a feather on a tree in the morning, sounding like wings on a limb. And, and guys that have done this a long time will tell you that there's some little things like that you can do that sounds real to a bird. And you're not just out there screaming at them with every yelp you got in your book, you know? Yep. But I got out on public twice last year. The, uh, COVID kind of screwed things over. I know Vince and I, we wanted to go back to Jones County. And we were, we were planning to, you know, team up in a blind. Um, and then they, they did that stupid zoning thing where, I don't know, people from out of the county couldn't, like, come in. or It's just weird. But yeah, so I, 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 do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do because I, I took a little kid that morning. And I hope I don't get arrested for this or anything. But I, I did. I went across the county, picked him up, came back to this public. And we, <laughs> I called him in two birds that morning. He shot one. But. I, I was like, what the hell? Am I going to get a ticket? Or <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. That was so strange. So we just kind of stuck around here. And then I did some scouting around the public areas, um, kind of near me and found some birds used. I got a, what is it? A baronet blind. The it's, it's huge. I think it's the ox five. Like one of them. Ox oh, yeah, I've got, thing? I've got yeah. one of those too. The Pentagon looking one. Yeah. Yeah. So you need one of them, Tim. You're a big boy, dude. It is with all the crap that I bring with camera equipment and everything else. And then my bow is what I usually hunt out of it. It is a freaking chore. Yeah. 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 
carrying that thing on my back with a chair and setting up, but I mean, it wasn't too far away and I I didn't have any luck. Like my thing with being a new, I still consider, I'm like, since I've never shot one, I've, I've actually never got a bird in my window. Like I've got them, I've had some toms like come behind me and I've had them roost like in a tree right behind me. Is the goal to get them to come through the window though? Isn't it to get in front of the window? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. like, I mean, hey, get them through the window, like so I can actually shoot them. I mean, I did have, I did have one bird come like what was it two years ago? We kind of told the story on our, our last podcast with Tim, you know, but it was a Jake, you know, and I I draw back, I drew back on him and. I didn't shoot him and Bauer got all pissed off at me. It was hilarious, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that. like the sequence, like the, like this is, would be for Nolan. I, what, what, what sequences would you use? I mean, is, is there different sequences for different, like that you'd use for different seasons or. I mean, I, mean, I like, I like Tim. I'm not a, you know, I'm no pro either, but I just know what, like I said, I know what's worked for me in the past, but I would just say that if you can learn how to Yelp, you know, good, clean Yelps, and you can learn how to cut and you can learn there's probably three calls that i would say to learn the other one maybe be just little uh i don't know clucks you don't even have to purr just little clucks if you can learn those three that's pretty much the main turkey language hen language anyway and they hear that stuff all the time all you have to do is get a tom wound up and shut up on him and he's usually gonna come right tim i mean you agree with that yeah i agree yeah i mean i can i I can gobble on a diaphragm call but i've never gobbled at a turkey on a dive ramp call i mean it's just that's for competition only you know that's just yeah i would never do that either um no i would say if if i was to start somebody out i wouldn't give them a mouth call and say go ahead and start calling and i would give them one and you know learn your way but you want to learn how to do a friction call of some sort yeah i mean mean, my old man my old man's 78 years old and he's killed i don't know 15 20 birds on a push button hs threat yelper that sounds yep. absolutely horrible, but they come to it. And, yep. You know, it's just get a friction call first and that really learn the, learn the yelps and, and then some purrs and. But that's going to be your easiest learning. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And like I said, yeah, well, it's situational. So you're going to, you're going to learn what, what scared that bird. You know, you're going to be like, oh, he didn't like that. Right. And next, next time you go out, you're probably not going to do that. If you can remember what you did wrong, but. Yeah. And I mean, like situational, when I say situational, I'm talking like there's certain sounds that that turkey's going to make while she's in the tree. Yep. And then there's certain sounds that she's going to make when she flies down. Then there's certain sounds she's going to make when she's right down from the tree. And then there's, you know, then there's just the everyday yelps and clucks that she does. It's just you, if you sit and listen to enough turkeys, you're going to get a good idea on what to do. And that's the biggest thing, I think. That's one of the biggest things is listen to them. Like yeah, I, said, I think, uh, I think too, something, something I learned, like I said, I've done it for like seven years, and it just seems like if it can go wrong, it does. One thing, I, I could call turkeys in wasn't the problem, but I think one thing I learned quick was I was overcalling way too much. You know, I'd, you know, I'd see them, they'd come out, I'd just keep calling, thinking that's going to help me. It screwed me over more than, more than help. So that's something I learned after all that time. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I think a lot of yep. people would relate to that because who doesn't want to hear that bird gobble the whole way to their phone? Oh, yeah, you know? for, sure. No, for sure. All the time. I want him to gobble every time I look at him. Right, but eventually you, you learn. You can't. You, yeah. pour, <laughs> you pour it on him like that, you better get used to watching him hang up at 80 yards. Yep. <laughs> oh, it sure yeah. happens. And, and, and for something with me, too, I learned. And, you know, if, if it was up to me, I, I like bow hunting more than I like gun hunting. It's just how I've been. And I tried with the bow. Just Also, just you never know. You know, you have that option in Iowa with having – three seasons you can kind of choose from with your bow shit i'd try with that every time and if i had a gun i probably could have killed 10 birds by now but i kept going with the bow hoping for the best no blind just trying to stick in the, the woods hoping for the best and that was something too it's like yeah i got to the point where it's like all right i'm going with the gun first bird with the beard's dying so last year was actually my first beard with uh or my sorry my first bird and it was just a jake but i was tickled pink so i'm not real Heck picky yeah. on the turkeys so no well so if if i'm which i would call myself a greenhorn turkey hunter i have i've done done it a few times but uh i've gotten one bird before if you're out scouting for the listeners what 
what are you looking for? Obviously, food and stuff. But are there some main things you're looking for for these turkeys? Are you going in, you know, kicking them up? I've heard that before. I heard like if you find a group of them, go in and kick them up, and then plant yourself there, and they'll come back to that spot. Like I don't know if that's true or not. I've just heard that before. So I mean, they I they will they will come back to each other. I wouldn't say they're going to come right back to where you just spooked them. But uh, the things I look for. <clears throat> And I'm used to my turkeys here, but I'm trying to think of like, okay, I go, I say I go to Nebraska for three days. I got three days to get it done. I'm going to try to locate some birds by just driving around and I'm going to glass, see how many long beards are in the group. If it's public, I'm going to hopefully put them to bed. You know, you're going to watch them go to roost or get a good idea right at dark of where they're going to roost. And the game plan would be the next morning or when, when you can hunt them. Because usually they're not too far from their root. I mean, they like to roost in the same area normally. But get back in, get in as tight as you can. You don't always have to get right underneath of them, but, you know, get in there as tight as you can and hope for the best. And that's kind of how the normal way to tackle it would be for me. I don't Tim, what do you, what do you got? It's a, if you're hunting with a bow, it's, it's kind of a good idea to find out where he's, Find out where he's roosting, you know, figure him out. I mean, it's going to take you a few days to figure it out if you're hunting yeah. public land. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to find that tree that he's roosting in. Then you're going to have to find out which way he likes to go. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're they're a creature of habit, too, just like a deer is. They're going to go a certain way out to an open field. They're going to do their normal routine, but they've got one thing on their mind. And if that girl goes that way, she he's going to go that way, too. Um, you like... I don't know. I like to set up if I'm on public ground, I like to drive around the day before, like the trip we're taking this year, we're going to go out to South Dakota. We've got a good idea where the turkeys are at, but you've got to do some scouting. Like Nolan said, you got to do some glass and find out where they're at during the day, put them to bed and just go with it. And then bow hunting's a little tougher because you can't uh, get out of the blind and go after them very much. You're not as mobile. Yeah. No, you're definitely not as mobile. So you just hope for the best, put out some good decoys. If you got some, they always help. And the other, the other thing I would say too, is in your scouting adventures, if you, if you are at home, you know, and you got, you got the whole season to do what you need to try to figure out where those birds like to be at 10 in the morning or noon, try to figure out where those towns like this. Yeah. Where they like to strut because I mean, you can, you don't even have to wake up early to go go kill a turkey. You get up at 10 o'clock and we talked about this in your podcast, Tim. 10 to 2 is one of the best times of day to shoot a tom that is henned up because that hen will leave him. And you strike him at 1030 in the morning, nine times out of, nah, I shouldn't say nine times out of 10, but a lot of the time you can probably kill that bird. I'd say at least seven. It's, yeah. it's, it's a high, it's a high percentage. Yeah, because he's, I mean, he's going to come looking for you. Yeah, he's going to go to the same spot. I mean, he likes to go to that spot where he likes to roost. They call it their strut zone. Yep. And that's where he's going to go if he can. And if he's there, he's there. Whether it's a bench on the side of the Makokota River, you know, or it's a or just a little rise in the middle of a river bottom timber. I mean, they they get it on those high spots, and they'll just strut back and forth all day long. Yep. And then they'll find the next high spot. And then they'll find the next high spot. If you can get one of those spots, and you can figure out where those birds like to be at that time, your your success rates are going to go up a ton. I would say. Yeah. Versus killing them right off the limb. I mean, I've had hunts last twenty seconds, but. It, <laughs> The reality of it is it doesn't go like that most of the time. Flame out, flame out of the barrel. Yeah. I'm yeah. Too. So for, so for a rookie caller, uh, what season is the best? Because I've, I've heard of like birds oh. getting hemmed up and, you know, like Jeremy says, he always likes to go, what is it? Third and fourth, something like that. I think that's always when I've gone with like Jeremy and Drew and, and Vince. So, I mean, I guess that could be all personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for my opinion, I'd say earlier the better. Yeah, I'd say the first youth, open, opening day of first season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, youth season. I've hunted youth with my brother. He shot his first bird at five years old, and he's now twelve, and he's killed a bird every year. I think on opening day, youth season, and Jeez. that's a weekend <laughs> before. It's just, I don't want to say it's. I mean, it's easier. It's just easier. They they haven't been called to yet. They haven't got. You know they don't have any pressure yet, so you're the first one at them. So if your first season, not everybody youth on, so your chances are you're going to find birds that, if you can find a two year old that hasn't been called to yet or busted yet or anything, you're you're set. 
the only problem is you might get snowed on. Yeah. Yep. That's the only difference. Happened, <laughs> happened to me last year. Yeah. But there's something yeah. to be said too about four season. If you got birds that you know haven't been boogered all season. Yeah. Those those hens are sitting. You know, by the time four season comes around, late four season, those hens are getting down and they're probably going to their nest. And that's when you can kill a bird easier yeah, first, in the middle of the day, in my opinion. Yeah, first and fourth are my favorite. Yep. I always hunt second and fourth, but I mean, only because I can't hunt during the week. Yeah, I say it's also right. I take Friday off for second season and I make that weekend kind of work. Yeah, but that'd be what I'd I, do if I didn't bow hunt them in the first season. I, but I, that's what I'd say, Josh. My opinion, earlier the better, if you can make it happen. If you can hunt that first season during the week, I'd hunt it. Yeah. Uh, Nolan, Nolan and Tim, I got a little question for you guys, kind of. Might be good for listeners, too. But So at my cabin, I mean, I butt up to the Wapsie River. I'm right on the river. So it seems like I'll go down there, and you'll hear, I don't know, five, six birds gobble down there. And it seems I've never, ever been able to kill them right away off the roost. I've set up 60 yards from where they roost. They get down and it seems like they just, they don't, they don't want to come in the timber, right? Off that right away. They probably want to go to the fields, don't they? Cause I get, to, I got really discouraged the first couple of years. Cause it's like every year I'm hearing birds, but I'm not seeing them. It's like, they go the opposite direction of me. I'm guessing to the open fields or something, but. Are they constantly going to the same area? Are they constantly headed the same way every year? Yeah. It seems like they go. Yeah. Every year it's like they roost kind of on the property line, but you know, I got permission for some neighbor stuff too, but I don't want to jump them out of there. You know, I'll go in the night before and I'll, you know, I'll try to get them roosted or whatever with some hoots some owl hoots or whatever at them. But so I'll hear them every time. And I've always heard birds there. But the best luck I've had down there is, you know, midday. It seems like more of that 10 o'clock time. I don't know if they're coming back from feeding or with the hens, but well, like yeah, I was said, just... they, their hens are leaving them. And, and like with birds like that, that are leaving you every day and maybe going on the neighboring property. Those are the ones that you can kill at at noon because more more so midday. Yep. Yeah, that's what I I've think. never heard that. I would never ever guess that. That's just, I thought maybe, maybe there's listeners in the same boat. It's just like, I don't, in my timber, you know, down that part of the timber, I don't have anything open. It's all hardwood timber. So it's like, which is why I usually don't bow hunt that section, just because you can't set up a blind hoping they're going to come into you. It just seems like that never has worked for me. So can you uh, get in between where they want to go and where you're, where they're at? No, there's a cup. No, you know, hunting, unfortunately, is coming that rich man sport. And that's uh, where all the people lease land. So. Yeah. I'm screwed on that aspect. But I got lucky though because the land. So our our, our timber down there is kind of goofy. Where we got like 60 acres on our we call it the South Land, and that's all. Both of them are on the Wapsie, but they kind of you know they're half a mile apart or something like that on the gravel. But this the South Land is all hardwood timber, and then to the east is more so like open crop fields and CRP. So that's kind of the direction they head off every time. And then luckily, my mom my mom just remarried, so my new stepdad actually owns the land that butts up to us. He's got shoot about 200 acres oh, way to go big, mom yeah, yeah, right she was she was in her strut zone wasn't she <laughs> no she was I, I can't complain he, he, he's a good he's a good guy and i called him about turkey and he's like mac you, you don't gotta call me man you got full rights so i can't really argue oh, about that you tell her hey, not yeah, to leave but, her time tell her not yeah, to leave yeah. her time <laughs> Yeah. What season so are we going again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second, second, we go uh, second season. Take that Friday off. We camp at my cabin. Usually it's solo for me. Oh. Last year I got oh. last year I got about three inches of snow. So, well, but, you'll yeah, be, it's, you won't get that this year. Just nah, tricky, I sure hope not. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's knock it's on good. wood. Yeah, knock on wood. No kidding. Um, but no, I think I think a lot of people are in that boat, Mac. I think a lot of beginners will go out first light. They'll watch that Tom walk off. They won't, he'll shut up. They won't hear him gobble the rest, you know, for the rest of the hour they sit there. They'll go home and sleep till three o'clock and head back out and try to get him coming back to roost. But, and, and you right. can do that too. But I, I would encourage you to get out there from 10 to two. I really would. Yeah. Definitely. I do wake agree. up so damn early and get out there <laughs> from 10 to two. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, kind of a, kind of a funny little story. Last year, like I said, I took that Friday off of work and camped down at my cabin. So I went out the night before and roosted them. And I had two up in our, my cabins on the north side of the property, like I was saying. And so we got timber back there, but usually I wouldn't think there's turkeys there, but this last year there was, I roosted two. So uh, I get up the next morning and I go up there and I, with all the snow, I was kind of just rattled to start off the whole day. Well, I got birds gobbling back and forth. And uh, so I closed the distance on one and he was with like three or four hens. 
And uh, he was on my new stepdad's property. But like I said, he told me I could hunt over there. So I stayed on my side and where I set my decoys up, he, uh, he was kind of cutting around a big circle and I, I thought he couldn't see him. So once he got to it, he, I called him in to like, he was probably like 55 yards and I just kind of sent a chip shot and I did not get him. So <laughs> I was a little, dis, little discouraged, but, uh, so I went back at breakfast and went down to our South timber and it was about 10 o'clock and I actually called in three, three, uh, toms. They're all together and they were all, it was kind of the coolest, probably the coolest scene I've seen hunting. They were just going all nuts. All three of them gobbling at the same time, but they actually were on the neighbor's property that I do not have permission for. About 40 yards, full full strut, full goblin. That'll piss you off, but. Yeah, it would. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Nolan and everybody else, what uh, you, you briefly touched on decoys. Give us a rundown of what decoys you run, when you run them. You know, there's obviously different types. There's like Jake's, full struts hens you know kind of give us a rundown of what you use why you use it and what's worked i guess so i guess for me uh early on in the season i i like to have a strutter out there and i i've never been too sure of putting a full fan in one but i've had it work and i've had them come in and just beat the beat the hell out of him but my favorite setup would be a jake standing up with a hen, like a lay down hen in front of him, like he's getting ready to get up on her and breed her. For some reason, that for me, that has triggered more birds to come running in than anything. But like, and you know, four season, a lot of times I'll just put a single hen out because they've been beat up and a lot, you know, six jakes will beat up a tom, you know, so it, they don't even like them all the time. So that's kind of my thing. I, I'll go with, I'll go with a jake. And even if it's a strutter, I'll probably put a jake fan in and most of the time with a hand down in front of him laying down and later on in the year, I'll probably weed that after I, I usually seems like I have a couple negative experiences with that strutter being out there. So I'll, I'll kind of eliminate him and, and keep that either two hands or just a hand out there is what I like to do. What branded so, decoys are you running? I run avian X. I got, I got an avian X lay down hen. I got a, just a avian X alert hen and I got an avian strutter that I, that I use. Nice. Yeah, I use uh, I use Dakotas. Um, I've got a, a Jake and a, a lookout hen and a feeding hen. And same thing, same thing that I do. I've, I'm, if I'm bow hunting them, I make sure that the Jake is pointed directly at me. So he's looking right at me. Yep, that's so a good then that bird, too. that bird's got to come around in front of me and he's got to have his ass to me. So then I can draw my bow back in the window and I don't have to worry about him busting me. Cause my decoys are at 10 yards when I'm hunting with a bow. Cause I'm trying to lop their heads off. So closer they can get the better it off, better it is for me. Cause I don't, you know, practice with my bow a whole lot. I just kind of two weeks before season go out and shoot it. And, oh, it's pretty good. It'll be all right. So then I just go out, but yeah, 10 yards and have that Jake decoy faced right at you. And it usually works every time he comes in and he's going to go right in front of him and just yep. beat the crap out of him. That's yep, right. you usually have all time in the world to draw on them too. Yep, yeah. I've got uh, one of the I got a mid mid strut Jake from Dakota Decoy. I think that's what you run, right, Timmy? That's I. Yep, yep. Pretty sure that's what I got. I bought that because I saw that sweet video of yours um, when you swapped ahead, and that was yeah. He's been pretty. <laughs> he's been pretty deadly. I think I got four or five of them on video yeah, with him. Yeah, I was like, okay, I I got you got evidence that thing works, so that's what. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yes. Keep the blood on them too. Don't wash that off. You're the bearded uplander on Instagram, right? Yes, sir. For everybody yes, that sir. can know. So if you guys want to check out that, I think you had that. Did you post that video recently? It's like one of your. Yeah, pretty recently. I made a TikTok out of it. Yeah, that yeah. Was it's one like of your them. 11th or 12th post. So anybody that's looking, yeah. they can go in and it's right next to the Iowa Deer Classic one and one of your black and white mean mugging. Yeah, Timmy's, is that what it was? Timmy's got that TikTok too. He likes TikToking. <laughs> i do it i do except for when they uh take them down to where you can't yeah they take them down because yeah. you got a gun in it that's like you oh, gotta make sure man. you say no birds were harmed in the making of this tiktok yeah. and then they'll leave no, that, that don't that, that don't matter either <laughs> got you using an air, airsoft gun right and then what they all yeah, do on tiktok yeah, yeah. airsoft gun well i i got one to get put back up i said that i missed it and they believed it so you couldn't <laughs> you could see the feathers you could see the feathers fly off the pheasant but evidently city folk don't don't really know so 
I got <laughs> my Facebook got blocked for 24, I think it was 24 hours the other day. Cause I looking for a, <clears throat> like a primer pistol that they use no. at like track meets, you know, just to, for a cap gun for Jesus. working with dogs and whatnot. And they blocked my Facebook because I asked. I if love it. Had one. Oh, shit, you never told me that. I was like, man, it doesn't even fire anything. I was, this is a, it's like a damn cap, you know. But oh. it is what it is, and I'm back to running, and it's all good. You're out of Facebook I even, jail. I couldn't even. Yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't even put a ner- or uh, I couldn't even put my compound site. I bought a single pin. I didn't like it, so I tried to sell it. They didn't like that. They wouldn't let you sell a site. Nope. Oh. I had to put ner- I put nerf site, and they let me do that. Wow. How do we? How do we make like a? How do we make like a hunter's Facebook? How do we do that? Where we... Josh, a, aren't you an IT a, guy? Yeah, I am an IT. Yeah, start a website. Let's start a forum. Let's do it. How do we do that, Josh? Isn't that parlor? We could, we could run it off is? our website. We got wopsybottomoutdoors.com. We can call it shoot them in the yeah. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's funny how they can put half naked 17 year old girls. All you know, over I was okay, thinking the same but... exact thing. I was thinking uh, the same thing, but man, you can't, you can't sell your, you can't sell your bow site. We can't let you do that. Nope. That's terrible. Nope. It's just draw where they draw the line. <laughs> Shoot them in the Facebook. I like that. That's pretty God, good. Dang like it. That. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Someone's going to steal that from me. Hey, yeah. better, yeah. Trade, better trademark that right now. before yep, you go Grab it. <laughs> Before we post, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got a week. This, this yep. goes up, this post goes up on next, Monday. This goes up next Monday. Yep. Cool. Next Monday. Yep. Uh, so I got to be I driving. I can listen to it. I'm not real good at IT stuff, but I could I could sell the page. I'm pretty good at sales, so <laughs> that's what I do for a living. So we could get it going. All right, let's partner up. Let's do it. Uh. So That's give us funny. some of your guys, give us some of your best stories that you've had turkey hunting. Whoever wants to go. I'll go. I, I don't even have a bird, but <laughs> yeah, well, 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 let me tell you about it, it, it all it all I thought that was the end of the story, but it all revolves around Jeremy Bauer. When I'm in the blind with Jeremy Bauer, like I don't say it all revolves around Jeremy Bauer. Yeah. No, I shouldn't. Yeah, I, I think I'm giving him way too much credit. Just saying his name way too much. But uh, we were actually hunting uh, Wapsie, uh, the, the river bottoms, um, and uh, we're both in a blind, and we've got like three or four toms in this. They're roosted across the river, and like we can hear them. Right, they're gobbling every ten minutes or whatever. And uh, we're yelping at them, trying, you know, the pot call. We have mouth call. We're trying everything. And I end up pulling out um, a gobbler call. <laughs> and Bauer's like, what the hell is that? Are, are you kidding me? I was like. His yeah, mind man. went right to the gutter with it, too. I can, <laughs> yeah. I can just. I can just He's like, you got Bauer. one of those? He's like, don't ever tell anybody you got one of those. <laughs> so, like, I'm out there just you know i hit it once and those birds just freaked out like every time i hit that call they would just go nuts so i don't it just it it was hilarious to me because like you know that that was like my first or second year turkey hunting and i don't know i'm sure a lot of you guys like never use a gobbler call or whatever but i mean my dad my dad used to use his all the time my dad had a shaker gobble that same one probably yeah just like a squirrel call times 10 yeah yeah he used used to love that thing and the the older i got and the more i got into turkey and i'd be like put that thing away now but it'll shock gobble you know get them to gobble yeah it's not probably going to get them coming your way most of the time but right uh one of my favorite stories i guess what I said, you might get the two-legged variety to come to you. The hunter might come towards you if you do a shock gobble on them. Yeah, they don't sound that good. <laughs> I I got a story from when I was probably eight years old, and I was sitting within ten yards of the wapsie. My I might have been nine, and my dad, all the birds are on the other side of the river, and I I was to the point where I was like running around the house chirping on a mouth call all the time. Mom was probably hiding them from me because I was annoying the hell out of her. But my dad said. They're all on the other side of the river. Anybody knows it's pretty hard to get a bird across the water. And he goes, I'll give you $20 if you can get any of those birds across that river. And 
I, I just start going to town on them with this mouth call on the tree, something I'd never do now, but I was nine. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And here come all of them. They all came, they all pitched out. They all flew the river. A Tom hit the ground and I shit you not. I don't even think he had both feet on the ground and I let him have it. <laughs> and I, it was over. My dad's like, you shot the wrong one or you missed. I said, no, I didn't. There's bird laying dead right there. But to that day, my dad can attest for that. He's like, there's no way in hell. I thought those birds were coming across that river and they did. And there's several times in the group and I dumped the first one that hit the ground. <laughs> I'll probably never forget that. Shit, you should have bet him 20 bucks per bird that came across. I know. I, there must have been. I mean, obviously your memory gets clouded the older you get. But to me, it seemed like there were 10 of them. And they all pitched out about the same time and landed about the same time, like a flock of geese coming in, you know. But it was that was a good real, one. The real question is, did he give you the money? I, uh, I'm sure one way or another he did. <laughs> I doubt I let him forget it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my story, I'll, it was a few years ago. I went to Nebraska. With, first time I've been to Nebraska with one of my best friends. And uh, I met a girl up here when I, when I first moved up here. Her dad owned, I think it was close to 9,000 acres out in western Nebraska. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not even real life. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's, I probably should. I probably should call her and uh, maybe. Why aren't you married? Getting good with her again. I don't know why. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so he's like, he says, "There's a ton of turkeys there. Just go out to the farm." And there was a cabin there to stay in. Go out to the farm. They're going to be in the cattle. They're going to be all around the cattle. And we're like, "All right." So we drive out there, drive around the farm, and look look for the birds and they're not anywhere around the cattle or anything. So we, I said, let's just go put our stuff in the cabin and let's, you know, we'll go do a little more scouting. We pull into the, the yard by the cabin and we get out of the truck and the ground is literally covered in turkey shit. I mean, the whole ground, you couldn't step without stepping into shit. So we're like, well, hell with it. We'll just sit here and wait for them to come to the cattle because that's what they do. And, uh, we set up, we kept hearing them down the way and we look out and out in the middle of this wheat field, I mean, that's on my Instagram too. It's way back, but there's a video. Uh, there had to be close to 200 turkeys out there Jesus. and they all went to these cottonwoods to set up and fly up into. So we had the plan the next morning, we're going to get as close as we could to them and set up. And I mean, we were hunting with bows, so we had to get them close. So we wake up the next morning. 12 to, I don't know, 18 inches of snow on the ground. And we're like, we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we said to hell with it, went down there, set up one, come in and my buddy, it, it, I was being really greedy. It didn't have enough white on the tips of the tail for me. So he shot it, lopped its head off. And we had that one down and we're like, well, this is going to be easy. Let's just, you know, we'll come back and sit here again wind picks up and it's blowing 55 to 60 mile an hour the rest of the weekend we were there so i didn't get one killed that trip but yeah that was that was probably the most memorable and it, the snow was gone by 10 o'clock in the morning it was it was insane a lot of snow that's a good point but, though that you just said there tim is turkey still do turkey things even when the weather's shitty oh yeah the are... funniest part funniest part was the guy said yeah when i go to feed when I go to feed, they'll go single file line right down that driveway. And by God, they did. 200 turkeys in a line is pretty damn hilarious. Well, I'm going to tell anybody that's never been to Nebraska right now, they are not normal birds in Nebraska. They are the dumbest no. son of a bitches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they're, they're pretty stupid. Josh, you better get out there, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might be able to get you one, Josh. Yeah. Oh, man. They are stupid birds. They are stupid. Come on. Yeah, and then you get up to the Black Hills, and they're extremely smart. Got to get it done. We'll get her done this year somehow. Yep. If, oh yeah. If it's uh, we're in a time crunch, I'm gonna have to call in Nolan or Tim to to call them in for me. How about both of us? We'll both come. All right. Yeah, yeah. we gotta get. Well, you, we gotta get. Well, uh, you got cold beer. Oh yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> we got. We gotta make sure we get Jeremy out there. Drew, Vince. I mean, Lucas. Oh, yeah. I think the only guy on our team that really said he wasn't going to turkey hunt this year was Ross. He's going to do what, some mushroom hunting. I think anybody that says they don't like turkey hunting has never had the right hunt. That's what I think. I actually well, have a turkey story myself. Let's hear it. Um, yeah, so I was in high school. Um, I think it was my senior year. But my 
basketball coach, Brian Sorensen, who's actually been on our podcast too. He's a dog trainer as well. Um, my parents live on three acres, and then behind them is a 250-acre farm roughly, but the guy let me hunt it all the time. So we decided, all right, <clears throat> well, let's go scout these birds and see where that. Because like, well, yeah, I've never hunted them before. So both him and I were going out. We scouted up on top of this hill, um, be to the south, I guess, my parents' house. And we got up there, and we were just – he was fucking around with a call, like calling him a little bit. And I'll be damned if all of a sudden they didn't come run out this hayfield, and we ducked down into the hayfield. And just laid in the laid in the field, and they were walking like ten yards from us. And we just laid there on our stomachs <laughs> and watched them. So then, after they left, we scattled back out and went back down. We set up a, a blind. Next morning, we went back up in the blind for maybe I don't know fifteen minutes. Had to ask two times come out. We counted to three and shot both of them. Nice. I've never turkey hunted ever since. <laughs> what? Uh, you might, uh, must not have I'm, done it for you then. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it It was. I just don't have anywhere to really go right. uh, now. So it, I, it was super exciting. And then I you know, left for college and kind of lost uh, sight of it. But, yeah, no, it was actually one of the best hunts I've ever had in my life. It was super exciting. It's, it's definitely fun when I didn't, it happens. I didn't do any of the calling, so I don't have any, you know, practice with any of that. So right. he did it all, and I was like, "Oh shit, here they are!" <laughs> That's awesome. I have to, I have to post a picture. I don't think I posted a picture on our Instagram of that because we mainly do obviously upland, but I do have a picture of it, so I'll post that uh, this week. You guys got kids? Me? Yeah, I got two girls. Yeah. How old? Oh, two in three months. Okay, so, so they're not they're not turkey hunting yet. No. Yeah, so we're we're busy uh, down here in Des Moines right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, man, you better get those girls out there eventually. Uh, well, so we have a pond um, right out back. It's a city pond out the back of our, we can see it from our window. So I'm always showing her ducks and geese awesome. and birds. So she's always, every time she sees a, a duck or a goose, she's always pointing at it and yelling at me. So I'm like, all right, you're getting, getting the fever a little bit here. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So you guys, does everyone here then hunt with a bow? turkeys uh, yeah turkeys yeah uh i shot i don't know if you can see it i shot that one right there with a bow that was my first and only bow kill with a turkey i said i'd never do it again last year i tried it again i ended up <laughs> breast shooting one and he got away i thought i smoked him i didn't i watched him pop into strut another 100 yards later and now i to answer your question no i'm not bowing never again yeah. <laughs> they're all getting they're all getting a 12 gauge from here on out <laughs> so for anybody, for the other guys that bow hunt, do you guys, does everybody try to lop their heads off? Is that the main goal or is it more of just the, do you shoot them in the, in the bread? No, that's serious. Yeah, Isn't that the goal? Yeah, does everybody point. try to actually, whop their heads off? Yeah. Lop their heads yeah. off, not whop. We ain't talking yeah. whap. Yeah, whap. Whap. That's the, first, that's the first three letters of wopsy, too. It was whap. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be giving any that ideas dog. for a video. Uh, yeah. It'll end up on a yeah, hat. I, I use I use Magnus bullhead broadheads, so they're like a I don't know, it's a three two and a half inch three blades sticking off. So that's what I use to shoot them in the head. Otherwise, I just use a regular broadhead to shoot them in the in the body. If if they're more than 20 yards, I won't try to shoot them in the head. The old pucker pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the old, old Texas heart shot's I, the good one. I tried the setup that tim had for the magnus bullheads uh it was like a kit right it came with the long arrows yeah. and then you know the big what, four blade from I what mean, i hear it doesn't sound like you tried very hard yet was it so oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow this nick is just throwing if there's one thing we know i'll stick up for him yeah. if there's if there's one thing we know about josh is he tries harder than everyone so yeah <laughs> I, him on that. I mean i yeah. think i always that's... see him deadlifting 900 pounds on whops yeah. about him outdoors yeah, right. he, so i'm not trying to deer. i'm not trying to pick a fight by any means yeah, i don't think actually tyler and i we met at the gym i don't even think he lifts a weight anymore i did yeah. squats today not, not many, but i did yeah <clears throat> no, nope. yeah. I'm not as fit as I used to be. It's just the way it is. None of us are. No, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying, but I don't know. I, I, the the longer arrows seemed it just was really hard to uh, get dialed in with them. But it just my arrows seemed really inconsistent. My groupings were all messed up. Like the stiffness, just it was super complex with my bow setup. 
all that. Yep. So yeah, I, I think di- it's completely different. Yeah. So I think I'm going to just kind of go with my deer hunting setup and use those rage turkey heads that you got there, Tim. And Oh, those things get, look so nasty. I'm so excited yeah. to use them. And then, I'll I mean, still try to shoot them in the head with that. But so will I, you know, 15, It's going to be a little yards. tougher, but. But then you can body them at what, 20 to 40, somewhere in there, 20 to 30. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some people shoot them at like 50 with a bow and Jesus. smoke them. And then yeah, with those magnets, you can't I'm go over that like 20 with those. Yeah, I'm definitely not that confident. If it's not 20 yards, I probably won't shoot it. You ever try using a slingshot? <laughs> <laughs> I probably would do better as, as as bad as I am with my bow lately. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever shoot a turkey with a bow. I'm a <laughs> shotgun guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. never doing it again. It it's just I I like to go with people. I I got two guys that have never turkey hunted before. I'm taking this year, and I just don't I don't have time to spend on my own bow tag. I don't get it done the first time it seems so. It yep. takes me about the whole season to get it done by myself. So, and that's like my cousin, he's big into turkey hunting and he hunts with a bow. And I was like, I'd, I'd go sit with you if you want me to like film or something. But I'm like, you're, if I'm going to go, I'm going to take a shotgun because I have way more confidence in a shotgun. <laughs> And he still, and he still can't hit shit. So I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> I got two fans. You see, one, two. I've only shot twice at a turkey, two different turkeys, two shells, two dead. I'm 100. percent Never mind. 100 percent batting 100. Yep. Shit, I'd, I'd retire I right there. I haven't got a turkey for the past. My last one was two years ago. Yeah, or no, three years ago was my last one, and then the past couple years have been. Or no, I hit it with dry. my car. No, I did not hit it with my. <laughs> oh, <car>. oh. <laughs> but I even got I got pictures to prove that I have my gun laying across it. Doesn't say that I shot it, but. Um, yeah, last year for me was the first time in 27 years I didn't kill a turkey. That damn. pandemic kind of screwed Holy everything shit. up. Yeah, I had to go I down did. to I had to I had to go down to Missouri for a month for work, so I was. And it was right prime turkey hunting. So I didn't even get a hunt what? Iowa. So oh, 27, 27 years. 27 years. That's Damn, uh, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only 25. So well, last year is the first year. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little older. I'm a little older. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. Last year was the first year in 20 years. I didn't kill a bird either. So I can maybe there's that. something to be said about that. Yeah, I don't Last know. year was my first year in 25 years killing a well, 24 at the time killing a bird. That son of a bitch took our bird, Nolan. Rub it in, Mac. <laughs> Josh, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 34. I'll be 35 uh, in like two weeks. Well, hopefully, this is the year for you. Yes. Oh, Fuck I it, just turned, man. I, I just turned 28 down. Saturday, so I'm young. Damn. Man, you yeah, guys I'm are 42. Young. I'm 42. I'll turn 42 in a couple weeks also. Yeah. God, I am going to be 35, and I got more fucking gray hair than all of you. I was wondering if that was just a glare on my screen. That's pretty salt and pepper right there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've had, I've started, I started getting gray hair when I was like 16, man. Started coming in high school. Oh, I've I've got the lighting just right. So you can't see all the gray in my beard right now. So people always ask. So uh, we do CrossFit down here and we've been in Des Moines for four years now. We first went there making friends and then I had a, I was gone for work. So I wasn't at the gym. And then hey, hang on, that's like, why you're making fun of me because you're a CrossFitter. <laughs> you see me powerlifting <laughs> in my gym. That all makes sense. That all makes sense. Right, yeah, right, no, it's fine. Uh, but I wasn't there one time and uh, they come up and go, Bree, how, uh, how old's your husband? And she goes, oh, he's, well, at the time I'd have been 29 probably and she'd have been <laughs> 30. And they're like, no way. And she's like, yeah, I'm actually older than him. They're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she's older, she's only older than me than like six months, but still, everybody thinks I'm, you know, 45. That's all right. Can't yeah, do that to you. <laughs> At least you won't right. get ID'd ever again. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't ever. <laughs> I'm yeah, used I got to it. ID'd. I got ID'd when we were in the bar in Des Moines for Deer Classic. I was so happy. I couldn't yeah, stand it. He was strutting around like a two year old with 10 ends yeah. in front of him. <laughs> That don't Boys, happen. I'm, I'm, that don't I'm happen to the old dad. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm taking nice. a leak. I'll be right back. Yeah. You guys ever go down to that deer classic? I have been there uh, a couple times. I didn't go this year, 
just with kids and stuff. But I was there last year, I believe. Were you? I was, yep, I was there last. Well, no, pandemic was last year, so yeah. I was there the year before. I didn't go this year. Yeah, Speaking this of the deer classic, the Nolan, didn't you uh, do some calling there this year? Yeah, so the last three years I've got in their uh, their uh, calling competition down there, and it's it's affiliated with NWTF. So if you win, if you win the open division, you you qualify for Nashville at the Grand Nationals. And I think I don't know. One year I got third. The first year I got third place in open division. Second year I didn't even place in open division. And then this year I got second in open division. Um, against some some of the best callers I've called against. So, it, and and I worked harder this year than I ever have. But I I, I won the hunter division and I also won the gobble division. I've kind of over the years I've developed a gobble on my mouth call that sounds halfway decent and that's well, one I of the think, divisions uh, I enter it. But. I think before we get off this, I think you got to give us a, a a taste of of oh, what boy. you're calling sounds like. And again, you know the audio might not be the clearest, but I think it'd be pretty cool to hear. All right, what you got going down. Might sound like crap tweet, Mike. Mike, it's but... gonna sound good. What well, what do you got for mouthpiece in there too? Is that is that from keep, okay. keep strutting, right? Got, yeah. So I run keep strutting custom call mouth calls. I actually I met him through Jeremy Bauer. So he's kind of why does he lead back? Oh, well, I, yeah, why let's let's get Jeremy Bauer on here, Jeepers. We tried, he's just oh, a turkey yeah. hater. He's he's a, he's uh he runs a lot of our uh social media too. So he's always on social media just creeping on people. So I, pr- yeah, I promise once play. you meet him. Once you meet him, you'll never forget him. That's a, that's what that is the true. truth. That is the <laughs> truth. I'll give you a couple of yelps. That's all I'm going to do, though. No gobble. I want to hear the gobble. I want the gobble. All right, I'll try it. I'll try it. But let, my, my reads might be sticking here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I bet. Here's excuses already, buddy. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Too many bush lights. Second place, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my reads are sticking a little bit, but that's pretty much the gist of it. If you could hear it, that I think there was some latency there or something like it lagged. Like, did it lag? Yeah, 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 I didn't hear you very much. Probably too. I don't want to do it again. Here we go. There you go. We heard that one. That's pretty good. good. Yeah. It won this year, so yeah, I think your mic, I think your it gets too loud. I think your mic cuts out. I think that's what it does too. But but no, I I think I would have done a little better this year if all these guys wouldn't have kept me out drinking so late. But yeah, it's it's actually pretty impressive. It it is impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah, especially with I mean, we went out partying Saturday night. Uh with a bunch of people and yeah he what was it your competition was like 10 a.m the next day so yeah oh man it was i, had, I was shoving water down <laughs> but you, you throw that in with being nervous you get caught mouth pretty bad yeah. <laughs> no kidding but no, no, no one how many how many people do those uh turkey calls um this year i'd like to see it get bigger at the classic i don't know if they don't advertise a lot or what but there's probably 10 guys in the open division this year and they, they placed like the top six. Um, two of the, two of the guys that were in the top three, they've been on, uh, they've been on the grand national stage several times. So, I mean, I just felt, I just felt cool to be up there with those guys anyway, whether oh, yeah, I wanted or sure, not. Dude. For sure. Hell yeah. yeah, for sure. It just, awesome. you know, you get to a point after calling for so long where you feel like you're not getting any better, but you, you are, as long as you're working at it, you're getting better. You just, you don't notice it and stuff like that kind of shows it. So, that's always good. Yep. That's crazy. That's cool. It's yeah. cool as hell. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Well, Wopsy Bottom, guys. Uh, we're getting close to an hour, so we're probably going to call it good. But we definitely appreciate you guys coming on tonight, talking turkey hunting, giving us your stories, tips, background. Where you know, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Very fun talking with you. And it's kind of cool. Everybody's from kind of the same neck of the woods. I grew up in, I didn't say it, but small town of Hopkinton, so close to Monticello. Um, yep. So we're all kind of, you know, yeah. Eastern Iowa, yep. basically. Yeah. Close yep. to each other, doing some things, and we yeah. wish you guys the best this turkey season. Hope to hope to see some posts on the Wapsie Bottom Outdoors page. Yeah. yeah. 
just gonna yeah, for sure. Let's uh, if you guys get time, let's this fall get out and kick up some birds and shoot them. Yeah, hey, boys, you guys oh, are yeah. you guys are welcome to come up here whenever you want. We can. Uh, I'll put you on some birds if you want to get well, on Well, I birds. so I work up there uh, about to, I come up there every other week or so to Sioux City area, Spencer, Iowa, yeah. all that. So oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just play on a Friday and maybe take a half a day just, and we go out and hunt. There you, you go. Just get a hold of me. You get a hold of me. We we uh we put them down pretty good up here. Nice. Last two years, last two years the group that I hunt with 535 that we've shot. Oh Jesus. <laughs> That's all, all wild birds so it's we yeah, got Timmy's, uh, we got Timmy's a target, got the birds up there environment up here yeah, yeah. nice habitat's just disgusting so yeah anytime you want to talk about birds you just give me a call too we can we can do yeah, that we'll have to do a future podcast on that yes we will yeah, yeah. any any time so awesome thanks well, guys, guys we appreciate, appreciate it. thanks for having us guys we appreciate Love it boys. these things yeah, are fun guys. everyone have, have a good, good night. one you too, you too. Talk to you later see you later bye see you guys bye. Bye.